In a world that's a little simpler comes the tale of Veltima fungicide. Swift, simple, and secure. It's a corn-growing story without all the drama. Unless you add totally epic music, really random sound effects, and a cool announcer guy. Get ready for the blockbuster yields of the summer with Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming soon to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. week. This is Wellness Talk, your weekly health and wellness update. This is a show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and everything we can do naturally to live a long, healthy, and happy life. Glad you guys could be with me. Uh, This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice of any kind. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So please, Always consult your physicians when wanting to make major changes or embark on any new health programs. You can go to georgebatista.com to consult with me or facebook.com forward slash wellness talk with George Batista to read the articles that I go over. And if you have any questions for me, go to wellness talk at hotmail.com. So this week, uh, we're going to go over some good articles here. We're going to talk about the new attack on fish oil from mainstream medicine. Um, so they're starting with a new, uh, you know, a new salvo that they usually uh, come out with every, every couple of, you know, a uh, couple of times a year. So uh, we'll go over that. I'm going to go over. Um, there's, you know, there's another reason why you should be out uh, and getting sunlight, and it's not because of vitamin D. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about what else the sunlight can give you. That's very, very important. This is brand new science and very important science. We're also going to talk um, about vitamins and minerals and how they're finding that they enhance your mood and your energy. This is from Mainstream Science, which is Science Daily. And we're going to talk about our nutrient for the week. 
an adaptogen. It's very, 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 very powerful. And uh, why this is, uh, why you should be taking this, um, and uh, how how important it is for your health. So, let's get started. First, well, uh, the National Cancer Institute. Those of you who are following it on a regular basis, and following uh, you know just mainstream um, medicine has fired another salvo in their competition-driven war on dietary supplements. They've published a study on fish oil and prostate cancer. And this actually just came out this past week. And it was basically a study that supposedly arrives at a conclusion that uh, those who are taking omega-3 fatty acids had a, a larger risk for prostate cancer. So, and um, I'm citing this from wellnessresources.com, Byron Richards, who actually wrote a pretty good article on it, and he talks about all the things that are wrong with this study. And again, you know, this is mainstream medicine, of course, going after dietary supplements, which they really, really, you know, love to do, because we know that, uh, you know, we know that the cancer industry these days has become big business, and they want more and more people on pharmaceutical drugs. So the more they can uh, denounce dietary supplements, the better. And because, of course, they, you know, they're they're so powerful, and they have this, uh, they have the media in their back pockets. You know, this is, and this is. This is just an you know another another attack on it. Now let's talk a little bit about the study that they talked about. What they did was they actually this was some kind of analysis that they actually went back and looked at some studies. And I'm going to quote what Byron Richards says here. It says it is relying on measurements of fatty acids between those with prostate cancer and those without that is essentially meaningless. So, for example, the study uses plasma uh, amounts of fatty acids, which fluctuate readily with l- with the last meal consumed. But you know, the plasma amount of fatty acids in somebody's body is actually not the best way to uh, measure it because it's only it's only measuring your literally what you've consumed you know, the last meal you consumed. So, for example, if you had a, you know, uh, if you had some kind of fish in the last meal, um, then your fatty acids are going to go way up. But it's not really a good marker because the the marker would be a red, uh, red blood cell fatty acid test, which is more of an accurate indicator, which actually indicates the consumption of omega-3s in the past four to six weeks. Okay, so that would actually be a better marker on this, but they decided no, we're going to use the fatty acid number one. So really, it's it's almost irrelevant what they're you know what they're talking about here. Now here's here's the issue with this: the difference in the plasma fatty acid levels in the prostate cancer group versus the non-prostate cancer group was two percent. So basically, what they're saying is there was a two percent difference between people who actually uh, had the uh, you know the prostate cancer group versus the non-prostate cancer group of the people who had higher omega-3 fish, a- fish um, acids than those who didn't was two percent. 
So there, uh, but of course, you know, they have to put this in the media out there that it's oh my God, there's this huge difference in these people who are who are actually consuming fish oil had a you know an increase of prostate cancer. I mean, this is it really this is really ridiculous. Okay, of course they don't talk about you know they they don't talk about the fact that two hundred thousand people a year die because of you know. Uh, mainstream drugs and die because of pharmaceuticals and side effects of pharmaceutical drugs and wrong prescriptions and dying in hospitals and spreads of antibiotic resistant infections and all that type of stuff. They won't talk about that. They're going to talk about a 2% difference in <laughs> in the consumption of fatty acids when it comes to, when it comes to prostate cancer risk. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. But again, this is what they do. I, I, you know, this is so. At at the end of the day, what does this mean? Does this mean that you should not be consuming, if you're a man specifically, if you you should not be consuming fish oil? No, because there are again thousands and thousands and thousands of studies that show how important fish oil is to your health and how it is regulates inflammation, how it's is great as a cardiovascular regulator, how it's excellent for your brain and how it actually helps in cog you know with cognitive decline. Um, you name it. You name it. it. It helps with it. And and the studies are there, the proof is there. So it's not even it's not even an issue with me. Again, this is just you know mainstream medicine and pharmaceutical companies and all those types of things that want to um, you know, try to dissuade people from taking dietary supplements. Again, this is not even something you should be paying attention to, in my opinion. Um, well, you know, unless you want a good laugh, okay? But you know, I acknowledge this because uh, you know, just to kind of throw it out there to show you the the types of things that they do to try to tell people not to take dietary supplements. Okay, now we're going to go to the actual important studies. Uh, of the week, and this is from Mercola.com. This was a new study on sunlight. Now, why should you be in the sunlight? Because, well, we know the sunlight is very important for vitamin D production in your body. That's been well established in the last uh, few years and how important that is to healthy immune function. But now there's something new because they found, and this is from the University of Edinburgh, they found that uh, when your skin actually touches sunlight, or sorry, when sun, sunlight actually uh, touches your skin, it actually produces nitric oxide. And the nitric oxide is actually released into your bloodstream. And we all know that nitric oxide is a powerful blood pressure lowering compound. Very, 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 very important discovery here. Okay, now, the abstract of the study was published online at the Journal of Investigative Dermatology on April, uh, April 15, 2013. Now, why is this important? Because we know that cardiovascular disease is one of the biggest killers out there, and heart disease, obviously, is one of the biggest killers out there in general. Okay, according to the CDC, high blood pressure is the second greatest public health threat uh, in the United States, and 36 million people in the United States have uncontrolled high blood pressure, and 14 million of them don't even know it. Okay, so that's that's it's pretty alarming. Now, you have to remember that 
High blood pressure is associated with insulin resistance, leptin resistance, elevated uric acid levels, and uh, you know, and and all those types of things. So, what does nitric oxide do? Well, what nitric oxide does, it's 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 probably one of the most important compounds in your body. It's a, it was actually dubbed Molecule of the Year by Science Magazine in 1992. Okay, now. It's very, very important because what nitric oxide does, it's actually a regulator in your cardiovascular system. Okay? It, ha it actually works to regulate your blood pressure. It enhances blood flow. And it signals the smooth muscle cells in your blood vessels to relax so that your vessels can dilate and your blood flows more freely. Now, this helps your arteries stay free of plaque. And you know when you have adequate nitric oxide, your risk of uh, cor you know coronary heart disease actually goes down, and this is one of the issues because um, you know it's it's one of the things that a lot of you know mainstream doctors actually even don't, you know ignore. Now, how do we boost nitric oxide levels? You know, normally we would boost nitric oxide levels uh, different ways with, for example calcium and magnesium rich foods are known to boost nitric oxide especially magnesium because we know that there's a huge defici deficiency in magnesium uh, the way things are grown these days so magnesium is a, a big big regulator of nitric oxide but also olive extract uh, is another way to do it bitter melon also um, electrical acupuncture is known to boost nitric oxide as well okay but endothelial nitric oxide specifically has, has has been shown to really relax the system and uh, other things we're talking about like um, hawthorn berry um, which has been used widely for for many many years especially in the uh, in the uh, in Europe for cardiovascular patients okay so um, you know another reason why you guys should be actually out in the sun getting your sunlight, because now not only is it uh, great for vitamin D, and we, and we know you know vitamin D levels decline in the winter, so because people are not in the sunlight, and also uh, we know that vitamin D is also something that uh, is uh, hel helps your risk of uh, cardiovascular you know events go down as well, because vitamin D is very very important. It regulates so many different things. Vitamin D. Besides nitric oxide, actually, it, it actually helps to regulate your immune system and how much um, how much your immune system can tolerate. Okay, so that's one of the things. But now, the team of researchers in this study they found that your body's production of nitric oxide is actually separate from its production of vitamin D. So it's two completely separate benefits now that they found here from sunlight that actually help to um, lessen your chance of cardiovascular risk very very important great science on this so let's uh, let's talk about some other tips that Dr. Mercola here talks about for maintaining a healthy heart obviously proper food choices okay so you know that's that goes without saying you want to make sure you're on a good nutrition plan because also again getting enough magnesium in your diet and getting enough calcium in your diet and so on and so forth is going to also help you with your production of nitric oxide cardiovascular risk again getting your high quality uh, animal based omega-3s and again we talked we just talked about that if you want to increase your overall health and energy levels to prevent health conditions like heart disease and cancer 
uh, even Alzheimer's and those types of things. Make sure you're consuming enough vitamin D and make sure you're getting enough DHA uh, and EPA as well. Okay, you also want to make sure you're on a comprehensive health exercise program with high intensity exercise. Okay, so obviously if you're on, you know, even if you're on the best diet in the world, you want to make sure that you're effectively optimizing that with a good, you know, exercise program, strength training, flexibility training, burst training, those types of things, cardiovascular training, very, very important. That goes hand in hand. Again, optimize your vitamin D levels. Okay, Vitamin D levels should ideally, and I always talk about it on this show, and those of you who hear my show regularly know that I like to op- I say that your optimized vitamin D levels should be anywhere between 50 and 70 nanograms per milliliter. Of course, mainstream medicine says anything above 30 is good, but you got to remember that anything above 50, your vit- the vitamin D actually, uh, the... The uh, your vitamin acts more like a hormone af- after it hits the 50 mark, and it does a lot of regulating after you know between 50 and 70 nanograms per milliliter. It's very, 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 very beneficial in your body, and it does a lot of things. So, um, get your vitamin D levels tested, and make sure it's up at least at least above 50. You know, a lot of a lot of, you know there are a lot of people that need at least 5,000 units. You know, but some people need as many as 8,000 units. So. Get your test, get tested uh, very, uh, you know, at least as, as much as you can. Stress reduction, okay? So, you know, again, stress reduction is a part of this whole program as well. And avoid as many chemicals and toxins and pollutants as possible, okay? So, again, this is an overall part of a health program. But, you know, at the end of the day, nitric oxide being boosted by sunlight. I hope there's a lot more science that goes that comes out on this because this is a breakthrough. This is something very, very important. I think this is very significant and another reason to be out in the sun getting sunlight. Next, Science Daily. This is vitamins and minerals can boost energy and enhance the mood. Okay, this is mainstream medicine. Now this was 2013 Institute of Food Technologists, an annual meeting and and food expo and uh, the person who actually did the study was Bonnie Kaplan, PhD, professor in the Faculty of Medicine at the University of Calgary, Alberta. Now, this is what she said, and I'm quoting here. That mon- she said that vitamins and mineral supplements can be the alternative to increasing psychiatric medicines for symptoms of relief and anxiety and depression. The supplements, she said, also can provide the mental energy necessary to manage stress, enhance mood, and reduce fatigue. Now, this was a series of studies that were conducted in the uh, in Canada, and uh, Dr. Kaplan found that 97 adults with diagnosed mood disorders who kept a three-day food record, a higher intake of vitamins and minerals were significantly correlated with overall enhanced mental functioning. Okay. So these were people basically who were on vitamins, and they kept the record on this. They were on high intakes of vitamins, and we're talking about vit- things like vitamin B, vitamin D, other things like uh, ginkgo biloba, uh, omega-3 fatty a- acids, and they found that these things actually enhanced their energy and their mood so much, just as much as psychiatric drugs. Now we know that, you know. Besides psych drugs, people are also using 
stimulants on a regular basis during the day to keep up their energy things like coffee things you know a lot of people drink you know those those drinks like red bull and other stimulants people drinking two three or four cups of coffee a day you know and i mean you know i to me you know if you at least if you're going to drink one cup is is one thing but people are drinking three or four cups a day okay and then all these other drinks these stimulants like red bull and those types of things not good for you at all um other people are you know have candy bars and you know tons of sugar throughout the day and obviously you know eventually you're talking about getting yourself into a metabolic issue as you're taking these types of things a lot of time a lot of times these things cause you know arrhythmias and heart palpitations because of the constant flow of caffeine that's going into the body which is not good and the body can't really you know can't really deal with the influx of that plus you're throwing the sugars on top of that throughout the day so and then your, your body ends up you know coming through a you know a high peak let's say in the afternoon and then coming down to the valley and going back up and down not good for the body not good for the adrenals your stress hormones and all that type of thing so you end up affecting mood more than you really want to um, when you're you know taking in all these things so why not do it in a more natural level and now the mainstream science is showing that vitamins are actually really working and this is mainstream now this is good and this is why I brought this out as well because again you know the mainstream science is trying to attack dietary supplements, but here's a study from mainstream medicine just saying right right off the bat that vitamins and minerals can help boost energy just as well as psychiatric drugs. Okay? And of course big pharma trying to push psychiatric drugs on a regular basis on everybody that they can, including children. So again, taking your B vitamins, making sure you have enough B vitamins because B twelve deficiency um, a lot of people don't realize that they are deficient in B12. And you got to remember also that those of you who are drinking a lot of caffeine and even tea, but a lot of the caffeinated beverages are actually t- stripping out your B12. Okay, They take out a lot of the B vitamins. They The B vitamins come out uh, in the urine, and uh, uh, caffeine has been known to really... Uh, not only dehydrate, but take the B vitamins out. So that's, you know, people don't know that they're deficient in B vitamins. But also vitamin D, again, an- another thing that people are deficient in as well. Um, taking things like ginkgo, very, very good. Taking things like omega-3, but also pantothene, pantothenic acid, excellent for keeping your brain up and also good for exercise. Another one is coenzyme Q10, very good for energy, keeping your levels up, very good for the heart. Okay, again, these uh, coenzyme Q10 is also very good for the endothelial lining of the heart. So, this these are things that you want to do um, to keep your energy up throughout the day, if at all possible, because it's very very important. You know, and um, you know a lot of people are out there suffering from adrenal fatigue; they don't really know it, and um, things like that. So, very very important. But I would. You know, I would try to go with those types of uh, nutrients instead of just loading up with caffeine and Red Bulls and those types of things. So, very, very good and, and very good vitamins and minerals that can help you out. Um, very, very important. Okay. Next, this is going to be our nutrient for the week. Okay. This is from Dr. David Jockers from Natural Health 365. We're going to talk about rhodiola. Now, what is rhodiola? Many of you have not heard of it. Well, rhodiola is spelled R-H-O-D-I-O-L-A. 
Now, there is uh, what's called uh, an adaptogen. An adaptogen is basically uh, a substance that are, helps the body adapt to different types of things, like, for example, stress, uh, for, or, for example, um, things like exercise, all different types of high-intensity exercise. Okay, So you have things called adaptogens. And rhodiola is one of the most well-studied adaptogens for its effect on human health. Okay, So it's an herb. So let's talk a little bit about a hist the history of it and why it's important. Rhodiola, or it's also known as golden root, it actually grows in some of the coldest regions in the world. And this includes much of the Arctic and the uh, mountainous regions in Central Asia and the Appalachian Mountains in, in North America. Now, it's also been found in Iceland, Scandinavia, and mountains in Europe. Okay, But why is it important? Because one of the things that it does, that it actually helps to reduce oxidative stress, um, and, and that's very important because we all know how stressed people are these days. Rhodiola contains a number of powerful antioxidants, including the glycosides, okay, which is uh, uh, rosavin and rosin and rosarine, okay, and flavonoids like uh, rhodiosin, rhodio rhodionin, okay, rhodiolin, quercetin, okay, proanthocyanidins, and acetyl uh, acetyl L uh, rogalin, but it also contains uh, monoterpenes. Uh, it, it contains triterpenes and phenolic acids such as um, chlorogenic and gallic acid. Okay, and sorry if I'm mispronouncing some of these, but there's uh, these a lot of these are tongue twisters. Now, this unique array of phytonutrients allows rhodiola to adapt to stressful environment conditions and helps to modulate or uh, our ability to withstand daily stressors. Okay, Very, very important, but not only that, rhodiola also helps to adapt to stress by modulating the stress hormone levels. Because you've got to remember, when stress hormone goes too high, it can actually leave us edgy, it can leave us anxious, leave us tired. It leads to things like adrenal fatigue. Um, you know, that's what people end up with. You know, things like chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, you know, and and other things, even you know, including fibromyalgia and things like that. So, this can help actually to regulate that. Um, also, vitamin D. Okay, vitamin D also is a is kind of like a stress hormone. Just so you know that it actually helps with that stress, but. Other things that it also helps, uh, it, it naturally helps to boost the function of our nervous system. Okay, Now, scientists have found that rhodiola enhances serotonin, dopamine, and endorphin activity within the brain. Okay, Very, very important. Now, endorphins also help us to feel good and lift our moods and spirits on a regular basis. Now, rhodiola is known to help people calm their emotions and stimulate cognitive processes that improve memory and creative thinking. Now, several, several studies have shown that rhodiola um, improves associative thinking, speed and audiovisual perception, and ability to perform complex calculations. Okay, what else? A 2010 study showed that rhodiola supplementation improved the usage of fatty acids as fuel during training sessions, and improved athletic adapt, uh, adapt, adapt, adapt I'm sorry, adaptation to stress. And finally, how does it how does it help your metabolism? Well, 
Rhodiola has also been shown to stimulate the fat burning mechanisms. Now, I'm sure many of you who want to lose weight want to uh, get on that bandwagon. This is a, this is due to its effect on the stimulating uh, stimulating the enzyme adipose lipase that metabolizes fatty acids and as energy source. Okay. So it also helps the body to preserve sugar as stored energy in the form of glycogen and burn fat as well as the prime, you know, which is the primary energy source during times of low-level rest and low-level activity. So in lay language, rhodiola is excellent for a lot of things. Okay, again, you know, to adapt to stress, you know, and and here's the thing, you know, we we as a society, you know, tend to do our best to adapt to the situations around us, whether you're in your job, whether you're at home, and um, you know, you a lot of people who are at their job, they you know often they're dealing with a fight or flight issue. Okay, it's one thing to deal with a fight or flight and you know high cortisol levels and high stress levels when you're actually doing something stressful, when you're running away or in evolution when you were running away from a saber-toothed tiger and so on and so forth. But it's another thing when you're dealing with that issue when you're at your desk and dealing with your boss, or you know you're you're ready to uh, fight with a saber-toothed tiger when you're sitting at your desk. Okay, um, stressful situations on an ongoing basis. That's what we're dealing with regularly here, but. Um, you know, so so things like rhodiola and a lot of other things. You know, things like magnesium, things like you know, uh, uh, you know, things that help the stress response in general. Things that help to calm you as you go are, are very very helpful throughout the day. Again, this goes back to the caffeine issue. We're hyped up on caffeine stimulants and all these types of things, and that's another thing that kind of pushes us back into that high energy stress state. So if we can incorporate things like rhodiola, things like magnesium, all these types of things that actually help us to regulate stress, combined with stress reduction techniques, meditation, yoga, um, EFT, all these types of things are, are excellent for helping to you know, bring down your stress levels because isn't that what we want at the end of the day? Okay? We want to feel better. We want to be less stressed. Uh, this way, this can bring down any markers for disease, including cardiovascular risk, cancer, so on and so forth. Um, I think uh, we'll all be better for that. Okay, so rhodiola, do some more research on it, but this is this is great for uh, adapting to all different types of uh, stress in our environment. Okay, all right. So that was it for this week. Hope you guys got some good information. Again, if you have questions for me, you can go to wellnesstalk at hotmail.com. Love answering your questions on a regular basis. And just so you know, on Fridays now, I'm going to be doing this show on a regular basis. For those of you who listen in, um, um, the day is going to be changing to Fridays where I'll be doing my weekly wellness updates. So just make sure you adjust your schedules. But again, those of you can uh, who listen regularly can download this uh, podcast at any, at any time. So again, have a great week, everybody. I will be back next week with more health and healing. Until then, take care and be well. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. 
Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Adi Zero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today.